it's Nicole, lead designer at SEM Geeks. Um, hope you guys are doing well. Today, we're going to talk about landing pages and how to design for conversion. So landing pages as a designer and a marketer are a huge part of my everyday. Um, one of the most important questions that we get asked by clients all the time is, okay, great, I have a landing page. Now, how do I set this up for conversion? So we're going to talk about that a little bit with you guys today. So let's dive in. So first off, why landing pages? Um, three key points to a landing page and why they're necessary in marketing campaigns that are successful is they drive lead generation, create brand awareness, and you can use a simple incentive to engage your audience and get your brand out there. So great, you have a landing page, now what? You probably want some leads. So we're gonna talk a little bit about how to generate leads with your landing pages. So some three points to remember that we're gonna dive deeper in is form placement and why it matters, one task and a strong call to action. These key elements will help you have a successful landing page. So of course you wanna start off thinking, well, what are my clients looking to achieve with their landing page? Um, from the article, Seven Ways to Increase Your Form Field Conversion Rate from Neil Patel, um, he broke down some uh, areas that his audiences were interested in um, converting on. So obviously coming at number one is brand awareness. Number two is lead generation. Number three is engagement. So these are kind of the top three things that clients will come to me looking for to get out of their landing page. So keeping this in mind, you're probably saying to yourself, okay, great. How do I get that engagement that everybody wants? Well, number one is placement. Placement really matters for engagement. So as you can see, this is an example from the same article where they have surveyed users and they're looking at the engagement time and the engaged time peaks just above the fold. So to kind of explain that a little bit more, when you go onto a web page, you see a certain amount of information within your browser width automatically. This is the area that we call above the fold. To kind of understand this a little bit more, I'll tell you about where this phrase kind of originates from. So say you have a newspaper and it's folded in half and that information that you can see when it's thrown on your front stoop is the information that's above the fold. And that's the most engaging information. You want to show your users your most important points above the fold so that they keep reading and open up that newspaper or keep scrolling down your landing page below the fold. So that way, if they need more information to decide if they want to convert, they get that below the fold. But above the fold should be the messaging that is the strongest and a call to action in order to convert and drive them to do the action that you would like them to perform. Another important thing to remember is speaking with your CTA. So if you go to a page like this example and you see a CTA that says start class now, you know exactly what you're getting with that CTA. There's no questions about it. So the other example below where you see one CTA that says submit and one that says get your free ebook now, which one would you want to click on? Well, I like to know what I click on and I don't want to have to think what am I going to be doing when I click. So I would want to click get your free ebook now. Same goes for a majority of users on the internet. 
you don't want to click a big CTA that you don't know what it's asking you. So always remember to speak with your CTA and tell them what they're going to get when clicking. There's so much to click on on the web. You don't want to have your user have to think about what they're clicking on. Another important um, item to remember when you're designing a landing page is you don't want to overwhelm your user with data and imagery. So a way to do this is allowing for white space on your page. Um, if you have, let's say, a landing page and on the left you have a strong message, underneath you have a call to action, but then you have a bunch of percentages and data points, a busy image in the background, and a form on the other side, your user is not going to know what to do. Their eyes are going to be darting all around and not sure where to go. This distracts your user and takes away from the goal of the page. So as you can see, an example that Neil shared was Google.com. Obviously, this example has a lot more white space than your average typical landing page, but using spatial recognition, the user knows exactly where to enter in the form fill and what they're doing. So next time you're designing, keep uh, some breathing room and remember to have a little space. Space is your friend and don't be afraid of it. Going along with white space is to keep it simple. You want to have clear messaging and one task. If your user has to work to figure out what the task on the landing page is, they're not going to want to waste the time in looking at it. If I see a landing page and I'm scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and I get down and I've been on there for 40 seconds or even less, I'm not going to want to waste the time to figure out what you're asking me to do. I want to know right away. With so much out there on the internet, a user can abandon your page and not convert very quickly. So it's important to be very straightforward with your value proposition and have a clear one task message. So a real life example. Um, here's an example of Spotify Premium's landing page. The goal here is to sign up for premium. If you notice, nothing on this landing page takes away from that clear goal. So yes, they may have two CTAs at the top of the page. One says get three months free and the other says view plans. Even though there are two choices, they're still directing the user to sign up for premium. As you scroll down the page, after you get to that, through that first top section in the pink, that is the above the fold section, you'll get your supplemental information on why you should go premium. Then they have picking your premium plan, finding the plan that's right for you. And of course, there are CTAs to get started at the bottom of the page as well as the top. So this page is a really good example on a landing page with a clear goal, there is white space used, clear messaging, it's very obvious what we want them to do and we're not overwhelming the user. Placement has also been implemented very well here. So some key points to kind of wrap everything up. The top converts. When we're talking about this, we were discussing where the form placement should be. So we've tested it out many different times. We've looked at different um, research studies and different examples. They all show that with heat mapping, the top of your page above the fold converts. So that is where you want to put your most strong engaging messaging and your form. Anything that you want to grab the user in right away with goes on top above the fold. Next, a strong call to action. Um, obviously, the strong call to action is telling your user what they're going to do, and that's the most important part of your landing page. Um, the call to action is a tipping point between conversions and bounce. No one has said it better than Neil Patel himself. Um, obviously, your strong call to action is what is going to engage your audience. And remember, engagement is one of the top three items 
that uh, audiences are looking to do with landing pages. A clean, clear design will equal conversion and clear, consistent messaging when one task is going to drive your user to that conversion. Another tip from us is to split test, split test, split test. Um, so you may be saying, what's split testing? Um, now that I understand landing pages, I should understand split testing. So an example of this is targeting your audience and setting up two different versions or more of your landing page and doing some different testing. So say we have version A with a landing page, uh, a message, message one on the landing page, an image, and your form in the top right. Landing page version B is going to have message two and a form on the, the top of the page, but say we flip-flop it. So the form is on the top left and the messaging is in the top right. We're going to A, B, split test those with different percentages, and we're going to see which one converts with our audience better. Now, a platform like Unbounce can be really helpful in doing this. Um, it has a very easy, simple setup in the back end to do exactly this for split testing, and you can see all the data of your users and which converts better with your audience. So after you split test and you're monitoring the data, you want to take this and think about it before you continue running your campaigns on which is converting better and obviously design for the better conversion rate. So I hope you guys all enjoyed learning a little bit about landing pages with me today. Um, I know I had fun. So if you're looking for some more information on digital marketing, creative web development, or just landing pages, feel free to reach out to us um, here at SEMGeeks and get ready to meet the geeks. So again, my name is Nicole and hope to talk to you guys again soon. Thanks.